It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Men steal $3,396 worth of quarters from a Florida car wash. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, the news is brought to you by Canopy Credit Union. Well, boys, pull up a chair, sit down, and it is story time with Papa Kev. Let me tell you, I got a story for you right now that is really something, because it is a story of love, but it is a story that has a little twist to it that kind of backfires. But let's start with this story. It's a Christmas tale, if you will, and one that is uh, beautiful, that may bring a tear to your eye about a man finding a whole new family that he didn't even know he had. The man's name is Raul. And Raul uh, never had any children that he knew of. He has always just lived his life without kids. But not that long ago, Doug Henning tracked down Raul and said, Raul, you are my father. I did Ancestry.com traced it back and found out you are my father. Raul was super excited, uh, like, oh my gosh, I have a son. I can't believe this. And so now he's excited to meet his son. So they talk over Zoom off and on. Uh, They get to know each other a little bit. And now this Doug Henning also has children, which means Raul even has grandkids now. Raul says, "I, I can't believe it. It's the greatest thing of my life. I now have a family that I never thought I had. So Raul and Doug are set to meet for the first time in person. This story is beautiful so far, isn't it, guys? (laughs) Instant family. It's very cool. 43-year-old Doug Henning decides, after talking to his dad off and on on Zoom, you know, over the last month or two, he's decided his dad has a very good sense of humor. He's a fun guy. So he decides they're going to meet at the Boston airport, and he thinks, I'm going to do something a little different for my dad. So he dresses as Buddy the Elf. <laughs> and he shows up at the airport there in Boston. And as his dad gets off the plane, he comes running Towards his dad, saying, I'm here with my dad, and we've never met, and I was adopted, but you never knew I was born, but you found me, and you're here, and guess what? I love you, I love you, I love you. And immediately Raul wishes he was just Raul again. The video, because of course they're videoing this, it's the first time they're meeting in person. Right. And Raul literally has the most confused look on his face ever. I'm guessing Raul never saw Buddy the Elf Raul's before. Raul's never seen the movie Elf. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if you will. Got to know your audience, buddy. <laughs> that, no pun well, intended. And that's what he said. Doug said, man, I felt like my dad having talked to him a few times. He had a really good sense of humor. Oh, my God. And he goes, I just assumed everybody had seen the movie Elf. What a dumb thing of me to assume. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And what an awkward moment that we'll forever have as Raul just looks completely perplexed, just stands there very confused, and as his hun son finally embraces him in a big elf costume he finally just says my son my boy i love you 
and he hugged him. And then he hugged him. That's very generous love, at that point. But he said, I was so confused. I did not know what was going on, why my son was dressed as an elf, and I had wondered what I got myself into. Uh, guess what they did that weekend? Uh, watch the movie? They watched the movie together as well. Life as well. They're going to have Christmas together, and things are good. So it, it has a happy ending, but what a complete miss by the boy <laughs> showing up. I mean, I get the point. I get you were trying to be fun and you're thinking the chance of him not watching a movie that's like, what, 15 years or better? 17 years old. 17 years, yeah. Of course he's seen it. Yeah, an all-time classic. Right. Yeah. Probably not going to miss with that, right? Oopsie. Might have wanted to just planted that seed someplace. Hey, we could watch Christmas movies. Have you ever seen the movie Elf? No, I haven't. Oh, Change the plan. Lock down, right? You could just change. Yeah, the plans you maybe real just quick. wanted to sneak that out there before you put on an elf uh, costume and went to the airport. Uh, just a ma- I, I want. I haven't awkward. seen the video, but seeing the video would be awesome. Of just the confusion that that man had on his face when this guy is dressed as an elf singing, "I'm your dad, and I never met, and I was adopted, but you knew I was born." I mean, <laughs> honestly, lucky that he did not run away. <laughs> Just fortunate all the way around. Literally gets back on the plane, goes home, relationship over. (laughs) So there it is. A happy ending for Doug and Raul, and Merry Christmas to them. And good job by you, Raul. Story number two. What do you think is America's favorite holiday cookie? Ooh. Ooh, boy. I mean, sugar cookie? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Jay, sugar, good, good old-fashioned sugar cookie. I'm going to ruin it for you guys. Uh, it should be sugar cookie, right? It's the most holiday cookie of all. Yeah. But it's not. Well, the only other guess I would have would be like a gingerbread, but I mean, people <laughs> Also, don't... a holiday cookie, right, yep. Jay? The, the cookie that you see. I just went shopping last night for frosting because Judy and the girls were doing sugar, sugar cookies, sugar. and- Guess what I saw? In the holiday section, they had sugar cookies and gingerbread. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right, Jay. That's number three and number four on the list, though. Uh-oh. It's not a non-holiday cookie, is it? Like a, oh, hey, chocolate chip. Of course well, it is. Okay. Chocolate chip is now, the winner at 40%. To be fair, chocolate chip is what they say to leave Santa. That's true. Oh, that's that's all, like all the books what and an, stuff. It's chocolate chip. So I, I, I'm not going to knock yeah. chocolate chip because that's so what I you're getting think, your presents yeah. with. Not think of that angle. That is absolutely one hundred percent why chocolate chip is on the list. Because yeah. you're right. Everybody makes chocolate chip cookies for Santa. Now, just so the, just so the kids know who are listening, that sometimes your parents may get like a little note that you're unaware of. That means that Santa might want a little bit of a different cookie at your house. That's it's, true. That is true. Just that so does you know, it, it, it does happen. A lot of houses, Great the point. standard is chocolate chip. But if you are instructed by Santa, and sometimes he will, Jay, he will tell the parents to yep. do something different. Yeah. I know at our house, a lot of times he would always ask for summer sausage and really? cheese. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to mix it I, up, right, Slim? I get it. Mitt, uh, you know, small town, small town USA, Santa's going there. He's like, ah, big city. I've been having all the cookies. Let's get some right. of that summer sausage. Yeah. That's well, a great Santa yeah. move right there. He's got to yeah. get a little protein. It's like you yeah. can't have all carbs. Santa will mm-hmm. wear out eventually. Yep, love that. Uh, guys, some other cookies. Tell me if these sound like holiday cookies. Number okay. 10, the thumbprint cookie. Yes. 
I don't even know what that is, actually. Snowball cookies. Snowballs, I do not like, but they are very popular. Uh, The chocolate kiss cookie, also known as a peanut butter blossom. Okay. That's the one, right, where you have the the little kiss just on top of the cookie. Oh, is that what that's called? Peanut butter cookie. Oh, okay. I love those. Kiss cookies. The thumbprint cookie, Jay, you've had that, right? I just Googled it, Kevin. I now see it, and I I know exactly what it is. You just take the dough, and you put your thumb in the middle of it. Right. Number seven, shortbread. Okay. Yeah, it's very Christmassy. Number six, One holiday of my favorites cookie, because most I don't really like popular. tall bread. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> no. I'm not going to allow that one. Oatmeal raisin? I'm not going to allow the tall bread comment in the middle of a great list of cookies. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Number five on the list also reminds me of Christmas for some reason Snickerdoodles. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I know you love them all the time. They always remind me of Christmas for some okay. reason. The word the word sounds Christmas. It really does. It yeah. does. A snicker. Yeah. yeah. Just the snickerdoodle. It's Christmassy. Uh number four is the gingerbread. Number three, the sugar cookie. And the one number that three. just you explained to me that chocolate chips, why they're number one, Slim, and I can get down with that. But the cookie at number two, I don't understand. I like them. But the number two most popular cookie for the holidays are peanut butter cookies. What? Huh. Doesn't seem right. very Christmassy. No, I know. I, I they just, seem I, good. And I can, and again, love peanut butter cookies. I mean, the only I thing I can think, Kev, is maybe, you know, grandma has a recipe. Everybody gets together and yeah. you want to make grandma's recipe. So, you know, you keep the tradition alive. And, and that's one of the things that you make. Because I feel like that's a grandma cookie, isn't it? Yeah, that's a it good is, call. For sure. That's Family like, recipe yeah. cookie. And, that, and if that's Been the case, you get forever. a pass. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm trying to think if all, and it does seem like a standard cookie. Okay, like when a listener brings us, I'm going to bring you guys some cookies for the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's something that used to happen back before there was a virus that ruined everyone's life. But uh, they would bring us cookies, and that is guaranteed a cookie that's in the box, right? A peanut butter? Yeah, if there's a variety of cookies, I feel like there's going to be Yeah, they give a us a variety there. of cookies. Yeah. Yeah. And you get all those holiday cookies. I feel like peanut butter is always kind of in there. It's not one I think of, but people do put them in there. I do have a question. Does anybody ever frosted a peanut butter cookie? Oh, I, I don't. Like like then the uh, I don't think so. Jay, it's actually weird you say that. I've only ever seen people do the frosting on a sugar cookie. Right. But I started thinking, like, well, I mean, peanut butter, great. Yeah, frosting, yeah, great. great. The frosting goes on all things. Like, you could it frost does. anything. And would you do the vanilla frosting? I've got peanut butter cookies, Greg. Can you frost me? <laughs> frost. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hey, Take it, Russ. Kevin James. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Just before beat the show, the text came in, you should try eggnog cookies. Never heard of it. Have you boys ever heard of it or tried one? No, sir. I have not either. I mean, you love eggnog, right? I love eggnog. So I feel like maybe, I mean, in your free time, you can go ahead and see if you can figure out how to make those. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. All right, well, let's play some beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. 
Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Hello, Austin. Hey. How's things? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Good. You have your Christmas decorations up? I do, yeah. I did them last night, actually. <laughs> Put the tree up, or are you talking indoor, outdoor? What do you got? Uh, both. We got the tree up and got some lights in the house. Good for you, nice. buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it, if nothing else, the weather has been pretty good for putting stuff up on the outside of the house, if that's what you had to do. It's been pretty sunny out. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's uh, play a little beat the show here. Slim, what do we need to know? Austin, have you seen the movie Elf? I have. That's going to help then, because today the trivia is about that there movie, Elf. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. All right, so now you have to decide who to challenge me, Jay, or would you like to challenge Kevin? Let's do, uh, let's do Kevin. Okay, Kev. Good luck, Bye, Kevin. Kev. Yeah, as much as I love that movie, I don't know how I'll do with trivia, so. I, I agree. I agree. Um, and, and, have you watched it yet this year, Austin? I have. I haven't, no. Sorry, Kevin. Me you either. Kev? No, we're, we're even, okay, so, so neither one of us watched it this year. Okay. All right, Kev, we'll see you in about 90. All right, Austin, seven elf trivia questions coming at you. You have 60 seconds. If you need to pass on one, we will get back to it if time allows. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Who raised Buddy the Elf? What character raised Buddy the Elf? Um, Pass. According to Buddy, what's the best way to spread holiday cheer? Candy. <laughs> was Buddy not reaching his quota by building Etch-a-Sketch, Barbies, or Slinkies? Uh, Etch-a-Sketch. What, what, what is Buddy's real dad's name? Michael, Walter, James, or Leonard? Michael. Name two of the four main food groups according to Buddy. Uh, syrup and uh, sugar. What Christmas activity are Jovi and Buddy doing when she gives Buddy his first kiss? Um, putting up Christmas decorations. What song does Jovi sing at the end of the movie to try to spread Christmas cheer? Pass. Who raised Buddy the Elf? What character? Papa Elf. Nice. On the comeback. Good work on that one, Austin. Wow, well done. (laughs) That was good. I like that. Nicely done. Okay. I I love the trivia questions today. Those were fun. It's a great movie. It really is just a fantastic movie. Yep, I love it. I did have a chance to watch about seven-eighths of it, I would say. Okay. I, I had to do a quick escape for a minute and back, but I so I've already kind of watched it once this year. I think that might have helped because it's yeah, more oh, fresh in sure. my memory. For yeah. sure. You know, you just you just need to jog it sometimes. Yes, for sure. And, and it's a great yeah. one. I, I will say to people out there right now who do the thing where it's like, I don't want to waste the Christmas or good Christmas movies early. Like maybe you start watching Christmas movies right after Thanksgiving. You have hit now on the 7th of December. You've hit the time where it's time to start diving into the heavy hitters because you've got enough heavy hitters now. If you do one every now and then, you're going to get right to Christmas, and you don't want to forget to watch a good one and watch, you know, 12 Pups of Christmas instead. Hey, by the way, I did watch part of that over the weekend. It popped on just randomly. It was funny because I was just scrolling, and I saw it, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I had never even heard of it. We talked about it on the air. I watched probably 20 minutes of it and decided that was enough. 
That was good. Well, uh, more than enough, Jay. Yeah, it was. More than enough. You really got all you needed to out of it. My wife at one point <laughs> walked in and she goes, hey, that's, what's his name from Days of Our Lives? Or whatever. I'm like, okay. Okay, Jay, that movie has what seems to be every single, uh, it looks like they're in a soap opera or only Hallmark Christmas movies. Actually, Young and the Restless, and I apologize okay, there we to go. my wife. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Denise. All right, Kev, you, are you ready for seven L trivia am. questions? I'm excited right. to see how I do. 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Who raised Buddy the Elf? Uh, Papa Elf. According to Buddy, what is the best way to spread holiday cheer? Singing loud for all to hear. Was Buddy not reaching his quota, building Etch-a-Sketch, Barbies, or Slinkies? Um, Etch-a-Sketch. What is Buddy's real dad's name? Is it Michael, Walter, Walter James? Walter Hobbs. Okay, wow. Name Walter Hobbs. Name two of the main four group. Uh, main two of the four main food groups, according to Buddy. Um, candy, candy canes. What Christmas activity are Jovi and Buddy doing when she gives Buddy his first kiss? Uh, they're ice skating. Kevin James, if you get this one right, you will have gone a perfect seven for seven today. Oh my gosh! What song <laughs> does Jovi sing at the end of the movie to spread Christmas cheer? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez is wrong. Come on, baby. Joy to the world. Okay, oh. joy to the world. We will find out it's momentarily. Wrong. That's a great song. Okay, who raised Buddy the Elf? Kevin, you did very well today. Austin did good, too. You just did very well. Uh, you guys both said Papa Elf. That is correct. One to one. According to Buddy, what is the best way to uh, spread holiday cheer? Austin with a good guess of candy. Kevin, you got this right. Singing loud for all to hear. You take a 2-1 lead. You both knew Etch-A-Sketch was the toy Buddy was not building enough of to meet quota. So it is now three to two. Buddy's real dad's name. Uh, Austin said Michael. That's the brother's name. Michael's the brother's name. Kevin, you knew this. Walter Hobbs. That is right. Four to two. KJ in the lead. Two of the main four, uh, two of the four main food groups, according to Buddy, Austin was halfway there. He said syrup and syrup is one of them. It's candy, it's candy, candy canes, candy corn, candy and syrup. <laughs> Kevin knew that, got it right, nicely uh, done. Have them every Christmas. What Christmas activity are Jovi and Buddy doing when she gives Buddy his first kiss? Kevin, I don't do not know how you pulled this one out. They good. are ice skating, ice skating. Because he comes back to Walter and in the important board meeting, and he's dressed in his winter garb, and that's when he dances around and says, "I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love," and I. Don't know, care who knows it. Okay. And he has come from ice skating, and I was like, I'm, I don't remember the kiss, but I was assuming that's what it was. Well, nicely done. That is right. And you are now six correct answers in a row, one away from a clean sweep of the category. What song does Jovi sing to try to spread Christmas cheer? At the end of the movie, Kev, gosh dang it, joy to the world, a great answer. But the right answer is Santa Claus is coming to town. You were so doggone close he sees you when when you're you're sleeping yes it is santa claus is coming to town that's a great uh, great job kev six correct answers austin you ran into a buzzsaw today but you also played the game very well unfortunately kevin was just on his elf game (laughs) yeah also austin would you be fake singing like walter was at the end of the show there or would you be real singing Oh, real singing for sure. Atta Atta boy. Baby. That's how you Atta spread baby, Christmas Austin. cheer. Yeah, thank you. Austin, appreciate you listening and playing our game today, okay, buddy? Hey, Austin. Thanks, guys. 
Austin, I'd like to ask because you've made it sound like you're doing work and stuff and you did work over the weekend. Give me one fun thing you're looking forward to this week as we try to stay positive heading into Christmas. Um, wrapping presents because everyone loves to do that. Love it. Okay, there you go. There we go. I'm going I'm to pretend there was no sarcasm there, Austin. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. buddy. Appreciate it. That is kind of funny. It's one of those deals that's like, oh, man. But if you think about the joy that they're going to provide, then it's – it's always well worth it. We started doing that in the neighborhood, boys. We started doing you can only we everyone has to say something they're looking forward to in like the day or the, or oh, the week wow. or whatever. Because otherwise, it's so easy right now to just go into a rabbit hole of irritated. Well, for sure. Yeah. So trying to stay positive, wrapping presents that actually is a fun thing because, like you said, someone's going to be happy about those. Yeah, and it's not that much work. No, if it is that much work, you probably bought too many presents. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. There it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts. The Red Ryder 200-shot range model air rifle. Kevin James. I want an official Red Ryder carbon action 200-shot range model air rifle. No. Shoot your eye out. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, guys, let's take a look at the stat. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. Kevin, I feel like we need to check in with this every now and then, especially when it shows up as a statistic of the day, because it's now over 50% of gals out there say that a tattoo makes a guy more attractive. That's right. It's over 50%. It's now 51% of women say, yeah, it makes him more attractive. That's better than a 50-50 chance. So, Kev... How close are we? Um, I would say less and less close all the time. Oh, okay. We're, oh, we're wow. starting to trend down. I think so. I think it's it was kind of a thought, you know, like a maybe I'll do this. And now it just, I don't know, it just kind of, it just dwindles. And it's because... I'm not that, I was... Kind of for a while passionate about like, oh, I think I know what I would get. But then I decided I didn't really want that. And now I have nothing that I am passionate that I would want to get. Okay. So it's like I don't really have a. I I would like to throw something out there to you. And I thought about this over the weekend and then it just wonderfully worked out that the stat today had to do with tattoos. Kevin James. Would you consider. Getting some kind of Gonzaga tattoo, if they win, yeah. win excuse me, when they win the national championship, when they Even win a they, national championship, I don't want to put pressure on like when they listen. if they win it this year, but like when they the moment they win a national championship, would you get some kind of, and you know it doesn't have to be a bulldog or anything, something that means Gonzaga to you. Yes, and it doesn't I, have to I be would. huge or I, anything, but I think no. that would be your tattoo moment. It's the only one that I think. Uh, it, it's one that I know that I would never be sorry that I got. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no way when I'm, you know, 70 years old, I'd be sure. like, oh, man, wish I wouldn't have got that Gonzaga tattoo. Well, it's one right. of those things you know is forever. You'll always be a fan. It's yeah. not like your fandom is going to wane. Not like no. you're going to stop being a fan. You're there. I just don't think... <laughs> I mean, and I, you know, I did one, a fake one years ago when I was in Mexico. They did the, <laughs> Love the henna tattoo or right, whatever those yeah. are. Mm-hmm. And it stayed for, you know, the entire trip in Mexico. And I really liked it. It was a big bulldog head on my arm and it looked pretty cool. <laughs> but I don't know. 
That is something, Slim, I will promise right now. When Gonzaga wins a national championship, mm-hmm. I will get a tattoo. I don't want to pressure you. What do you think it might be? Would it just be as simple as the bulldog head? Would it be Mark Few's face? What do you think? Uh, it won't be Fuey's face. Wow. Fuey's face is forever, though. It is. And he deserves it. If there was a way to make that, you know how you make your uh, your thumb and your hands into a little talking face where you do the little thing? Where yeah, you where you put yeah. dots for the eyes and your thumb is the lower jaw? Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah. If the thumb could be my lower, if I could somehow tattoo it there that it looked like Mark Few and then oh, I could move it. And on say, your hand. Hey, guys. What are you doing? Oh, heister. Nice effort, you. fellas. So we could always have him on the show at, yeah. any, at any given moment. <laughs> Just put your hand up there. That would be I, great. I love it. Well, Kev, that makes me excited. I, you know what? I just I always bad. have thought that would be you would be someone who could pull that one off. Like, you know, we know per, oh, producer Bob had the Seahawks tattoo. TC has the Seahawks right. tattoo. If you if it's a team you love and you're gonna love forever, it's it's a cool one, and you could commemorate a cool moment at some point. You know, if they win when they win a national championship. Okay. Uh, uh, two quick oh, things about yeah. Gonzaga, if you don't mind. Yeah, I do not mind uh, at all. And one is uh, last night I was watching the the Mark Few coaches show. It was wonderful. Uh, he was in his home. He has a very nice home, it looks like. And I did enjoy uh, when the kids forgot like, he was live on Zoom. And oh, was, I didn't see that. Oh, it was great. Oh, darn it! Did they run in and do uh, something? One of the boys snuck in the back at the very beginning of it, and then uh, there was noise where they did a cutaway. You know, they're showing some yeah. highlights, and you could hear this. Then you just realized, yeah, it's just he's yeah. living life, man. And I also didn't know that they were gone for thirteen days. Forever, yeah. holy! Yeah, they were smokes. just on the road for thirteen. I think days he said. Guns I think it was fourteen total, Kevin. By the time yeah. you, cu- yeah, he's like, we've never one. done a thirteen-day road Insane, trip. And yeah. He's like, man, it- yeah, he was happy to be home. And I bet I'm like, yeah, I bet you were. But I felt bad for Mark Few for a couple things. First of all, you know, not getting to play stinks. It, right? It's a yeah. bummer that that you know Gonzaga season's on hold. But I've also felt really bad for Coach Few for this. Coach Few has a little tick. That he does. I think Uh-oh, we all have really? little ticks about that to we expose, do. Are we about to expose a Mark Few secret on the radio? Well, I think anybody who's seen interviews with him knows this. And if you, maybe you haven't noticed it, but once I tell you, you will notice it. Okay. Coach Few has always, he'll be talking, he'll be doing his thing, and then he's like, you know, we, we, you know, we yep. got, uh, yep. he's always done the, uh, I don't know what you call that. A sniff. Sniff, a sniffing. Yeah. And I just thought, man, that is a real tough time to have a tick of a sniff during <laughs> coronavirus. Because he's like doing his interview, and you know people are watching, listening to every word. They're like, what's he going to say about the coronavirus? The players, is he okay? What's going And then he's like, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He's fine. He's fine. Everything's fine. 